If you haven't signed up for our Discord channel, again, we're still several thousand members short of our 50,000 goal. But you, you have a chance to say, we have a, what, I think like 69 days or something like that until the new year. We can make a miracle happen. Make a Christmas miracle. We do not have 69 days before <laughs> the new year, my friend. We've got like, 62? We've got like 35. 35 days. <laughs> ah, Jesus. Anyway, um, thank you to everyone that signed up for Discord. You can join us at uh, majordomamedia.com. We have some great links. We have several great discounts, codes for Cook Any Day, Microwave Vessels, Athletic Brewing. Cometeer, coffee, Momofuku CPG products, consumer product goods. The one I'm most excited about, 15% off for Roy's Panatone. Yeah. You guys got to get on that, man. That is a good, good discount, and it is it is just for us. Literally, Roy created it just for us. This is Roy's Panatone. We, we, Roy was on our podcast uh, before the pandemic. It is... Without question, one of the, the most perfect things ever made. There's great panettone all over the world. I'm not saying there isn't. Mark Vecchi makes the fucking amazing ones, but I don't know if it's available nationwide. But Roy's giving you 15% off. That's a, that's a pretty good discount code. And guess what? I'm not giving it out to you, motherfuckers, unless you sign up for Discord channel and save Chris Yang's life. Because <laughs> that's going to be my Christmas present to just about everybody I know this year. If you get it, it means I like you a lot. If you didn't get one, we just I love you more than <laughs> a, lo- a lot. I love you lots. <laughs> um, and again, all things Momofuku, you can uh, get us nationwide shipping on uh, pork buns, etc. at DoorDash. And you can get all of our pantry items, the chili crunch, the salts, the spices, and our instant noodles at shop.momofuku.com. Again, there's a 10% off code if you sign up for our Discord channel and um, available places nationwide at Target and Whole Foods. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC Slim Fit Trouser, but I am a joggers guy. I just, once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I wanna wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. Dave Chang Show, part of the Ringer Podcast Network, presented by Major Demo Media. Thank you, Yola Tango, as always. We're doing, this is what, three days before Thursday. It's Monday. What a surprise. I should know that after 46 years on this planet. <laughs> 45 years. Such a uh, surprise podcast that I felt compelled to do it. It wasn't even on the docket. And Chris, well, is it feeling a little bit under the weather? I'm a little, I'm a little under the weather. I'm also... I imagine, Chang, if people are listening to this on Thanksgiving, when this is coming out, 
they are either feeling what I'm feeling right now, which is like, I am in the weeds already. Mm. Or have you ever, I mean, I don't even know this feeling. I don't know what it's like to have like a holiday feeling where I'm not in the weeds. They're just like chilling, waiting to go to their friend's Again, house. Which is why we posted that article on majordomo.tv, right? If you haven't signed, signed up, you don't have to sign up. Just visit it. There's a, a daily mantra. That's the one I feel maybe the most passionate about. Don't make appetizers because you're going to be busy enough. It doesn't even matter if it's baked brie. You don't need to do that. And I know that's a controversial statement. But if you're thinking right now, and if you're listening, and if you're one of the, the those loyal listeners that listen to it first thing in the morning when you're driving, and now you're listening, you know, in your kitchen, or you're listening it in your bed, like you're Cameron and Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and you don't want to get out of bed <laughs> because you know the pain that's about to happen, let me tell you what. If your guests usually depend on some kind of culinary knickknacks to eat, don't do it. Just cut it straight out. Save that for Friday, okay? As an hors d'oeuvres to yourself for making the food. Don't make it now. Yeah. They can be hungry. You want them to be ravenous. You're about to cook your ass off. This is like game time. You just put the, the, the eye paint on. You just <laughs> taped up your fucking ankles. You got all kinds of, you, you know, you made, maybe you even got a shot of Toradol. Like, you're ready to go. <laughs> all right? You don't have time. You don't have time for practice. Okay? You don't have time for practice eating. You... Are ready to go. You are weaponized. You are ready to fucking kill. All right. You don't have time for this fucking amateur bullshit of pigs in a blanket or cheese board <laughs> or God forbid a butter board. You are better than this. This is a daily affirmation. You are better than that shit. Don't even think about doing it. You got your eye on the price right now. We hope that you've already made your stuffing. If you used our organizational mise en place org chart it's already too late for you if you haven't even used it don't even worry about it it's okay if you haven't used it you're waking up right now or you're listening to this like two weeks later you're like what the fuck am i listening to this podcast for <laughs> if that's you you can still listen because you got the next year you get ready for it. but if you're listening to this right now as a it's game time and you're getting ready to cook you have probably only a few things to reheat you got to reheat your turkey not your turkey, your stuffing your potatoes, although I'd argue you should probably make the mashed potatoes or pump puree the day of. The only things I'm going to be making are the turkey, cooking the Parker House rolls, and uh, the pump puree. Everything else should be in your refrigerator or outside, you know, if you're on the East Coast or where it's fucking cold. You're just reheating that. That's it. The only thing you're cooking today, if you've done it right, right? If you've studied your game film, is a turkey, making gravy, and, and uh, Parker House rolls. You don't have to. Most people are going to be buying their rolls. And maybe if you want to, the, the, the potato puree. But you could even do that the day before. I am making everything else. Uh, let's just, I already wrote the, uh, just looking at the list, all right? Reheating smoked turkey, ham, stuffing, sweet potato, potato croutan, chapche, kalbijim. I'm also going to be making some kimchi ahead of time. Clearly, you have to. And I'm even thinking about, in top of the kabbaji, do I make a braised oxtail? Or do I mix those two together? That's it. So your day is planned. So you, you, the, the, the reason I'm trying to say it's game time and you're looking like you're ready to kill and you're ready to fucking win and it's, it's victory <laughs> is to fool everybody. 
that you're really busy. Yeah. Look that's busy. That's Look your busy. that's your only job today. Is Look get some busy. fucking flour, put that shit on your face. <laughs> Make sure you drop a you know, drop on your mixing bowls or things splatter. I love this. I'm I'm loving this pregame coach speech, man. This pep talk, closed what closed dies, full what hearts can't lose, whatever. Let's go. Cl- cl- <laughs> full full hearts can't lose. I don't even remember what that is. <laughs> I love this, man. I'm 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 I feel like people, if you're listening to this on Thanksgiving morning, and to back to your original point. If you're freaking out, if you didn't, if you're, if you're, if you didn't pre-cook your if stuff, you didn't, in, if you didn't, pre- if you didn't sandbag, you are fucked. <laughs> so the, <laughs> that's just, just it. Go home. You're fucked. Back it up and you're go fucked. home. You just walked into the SAT without preparing <laughs> at all. Or you yet? You just want? You just signed up as a dare to your friends to run the New York City Marathon, and you're not in shape at all. <laughs> You've already you're not, lost. That doesn't count. Like if you're like in shape and you train a lot, but you're not a runner. That's the equivalent of being a professional chef, a really good cook, and be like, yeah, I can fucking do this, all right? It'll hurt, but you can do this. Guess what? There's very few out of you out there yeah. that are, like, game-ready shape all the fucking time to cook this fucking meal. So if you're not, you are basically a person that's extremely out of shape that has not trained once. To run 26.2 <laughs> miles. Ball chance to you, motherfuckers. There's no way. You're like a former NFL player who's now in the broadcast booth and you've just been called down onto the field to run routes and play the game. <laughs> or a former ball player that's a TV analyst that is called down to coach the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Um, but I, in all honesty, I don't say that like you're totally screwed. If you're just cooking everything from scratch this morning. You're dead. You're dead. So the, the, I don't least care you how can fast do for you are because you're limited by your oven space and just there's just no way. The least you can do for yourself, like to, to your original point, Chang, just kill just kill some shit right now. Kill the apps, kill yeah. the salads, kill you know, anything that's I, unnecessary. I'm a big fan of uh, the book and the, the, the TV dramatic series Band of Brothers. And um, there's a line by Lieutenant, uh, what's his name? Spears, where he goes to the, the guy that's afraid and they're in the trenches and he's like you know to be successful basically paraphrase you just have to accept that you're already dead if you have not sandbagged you just have to accept that today is going to be one of the worst days of your life (laughs) (laughs) if you have guests coming over okay really this podcast is no use to anybody right now (laughs) (laughs) no it's too late if you're just like you should be the only people who can be listening to this right now are people who have already sandbagged, or like I said, you're going over to somebody else's house for Thanksgiving, and you're just laughing about how in the weeds they are. But if, if, you, are, if you aren't ready, turn this off right now. You're dead. <laughs> you're dead. And if you're listening to this two months, two weeks later, I don't know how. This is like celebrating Christmas on July the 4th, I guess. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what to do here. Not very useful. But then again, we didn't even plan this podcast today. I just felt compelled to do this because I care about this, this terrible holiday that we have <laughs> known as Thanksgiving. Are you ever... And all the people that have to cook. Are you ever the... So, but okay, so here's what I'm saying, though. There, there are people who are prepping to cook today, and there are people who are just like, they're going to go roll over to their friends or family's house at two o'clock this afternoon or something have you ever been that person who just shows up or you always have to do some cooking i've never celebrated thanksgiving at another person's house that wasn't a relative me either (laughs) and also because i don't get invited to like potlucks 
Nobody's invited me to their Friendsgiving <laughs> either. Wait, I need so, like a little tiny violin sound on on cue that I could just play whenever you say this. What do you? What do you? But bring? I will. I will tell you this. What was it? Today's Monday. Sunday night. I got a text from Chrissy Teigen. Mm-hmm. Sandbagging already. I said I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Chrissy, I'm so proud. She was already she was already sandbagging for Thursday. Sandbagging. I won't nice. say what, but she's sandbagging. She told me, and I was like, "Whoa, that's some dark art shit." <laughs> uh, so I got a bunch of these. So my, by the way, I definitely have to stop cursing because I think Hugo listens to it in this podcast. Yeah, I know. I can't. I got legitimately have to stop cursing because I think Grace listens to it in the car. Yeah, with Hugo in it. Well, Ruby keeps on being like Ruby says to me like. I don't know what the F word is, but she told Jamie, she was like, I know what the F word is. I hear Baba say it all the time. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Shit. <laughs> wait, um, wait, 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 wait. So I got this text a bunch because my, my, my Thanksgiving has ballooned. I want to talk to you about this. It is. F- when you told me this, I, I must laugh. I'm at like 20. I, I, almost, I laughed. I almost shit my pants. I'm at like 22 people now. Oh, no. <laughs> Whales just scored. Oh, no. One, one. We're recording this, and Chris is so mad at me. He's right in the middle of U.S. Gareth Bale. No, come on, man. We're right in the middle of U.S. versus Wales. Chang has asked to record in the middle of this. Unbelievable. Because that's how important this is. In like the 85th minute or something. Ugh, whatever. I got a bunch that's of these, how important it is. I got a bunch of these texts, though, like, oh, what do you want me to bring? Two questions. What do you usually say to people when they ask, what can you bring? What can they bring? Bring nothing. Bring nothing. Bring booze. That's it. That's it. Or like. Money. <laughs> <laughs> you just respond with your Venmo address. Pre, 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 prepay before you show up. I mean, no joke. Fucking hosting Thanksgiving is expensive as hell, it's man. Expensive, Holy man. shit, is it expensive? It's really, so really expensive. expensive. Oh, yeah. It's like I know it's the equivalent of taking twenty of your friends out to dinner. It's super fucking expensive. And like fifty dollars a pop. Yeah, it's super fucking expensive. So like, bring cash. <laughs> Would you? Would you bring something if you were going over to either a relative's house or something? What do you? What is your move? Again, growing up, it, it, when we would go to our cousins, when we all lived together and everyone was alive, my mom would bring her kalbijin or pindetok. <sighs> ah, that's the one thing I'm not going to make: the Korean uh, mung bean pancakes. Um, now I'm now I'm like shit. I should make that. Really test myself. Really show that I've been <laughs> training for this yourself day. in the weeds. Um, <laughs> but everyone would bring their one specialty. Yeah. That only works when everyone else is a good cook. FYI. All right. Potluck Thanksgiving's only work when everyone else, you know, it's like the dream team. It's like, I don't have to worry about scoring or passing. I just know that like we're going to win and everything's going to be good. But when everyone else is like the LA Lakers basically right now, and you got Lonnie Walker and a bunch of other scrubs, you know. Great. It's not how you want to play the game of basketball. <laughs> Which is why you kind of have to say, bring nothing. In the situation I'm currently in, I've got a couple people coming over. Josh Skeens is coming to my house with his entire extended family. How did that happen? How did you get the Jedi mind tricked, Chris Yang? I mean, how did you let one of the great chess America's ever produce fool you? <laughs> and then you know what he's going to do? Judge you the entire way. So this is the Chris next- has done the worst thing possible. You invite... A- a world-renowned chef, and you're cooking for them, and nobody should be put in that position. Nobody. I have to cook dinner for Rene Redzepi soon, and you know what? I don't really want to do it. <laughs> Worst position possible. <laughs> Worst position possible. Because it's different when you're at home. Now I'm like, oh, he's going to be like, this is not the ingredients. You know, you're just 
second guessing yourself. Yeah. You know, but if I were you, I'd be really worried. No, I'm freaked. I'm freaked out. But you also can't be like, oh, Josh, you bring something. But then you'd also don't want to be like your other friends and family show up and they're like, I thought you said don't bring anything. And I don't want to be like, well, you're a shitty cook and he's a good one. So I told him to bring something and not you. The universal answer has to be don't bring anything. Tell him to bring a smoked turkey. No, difference is this. All right. Like you tell Josh, bring as much as you can. Oh, nice call. What are you doing? Bring as much as you can. What are you doing? He is. Pro- Here's what Josh is bringing. He has said this is what he's bringing. And I'm. You know what? Because I don't count. I can't. I don't trust him to bring it. I'm going to say it right here so that everybody listening to the show knows he has promised me this. He has said he's bringing a wild berry pie, cooked in a brick oven, in a, in a sorry, in a wood burning oven with bare fat crust. And I will tell you all whether or not he's a man of his I've food. had that. I've had one of those before. They're delicious. They're good. Fuck. I'm excited for that. So you should tell him to bring a turkey. Just tell him to cook a turkey. turkey. I will. No, bring him. Tell him to bring a smoked turkey right now. So you're got 24 people bringing. Yeah, dude. You got 24 people. I am cooking for 14, 15 people now. Give me your status update Monday before Thanksgiving. Give us the rundown of where you are. So I bought a pecan pie. I bought one. I still have. I bought two cans of pumpkin puree because I'm like. Shit, do I make this or do I buy? I think I'm gonna buy a, a one from Trader Joe's. Probably, I'm gonna try to buy the worst possible one. Um, <laughs> and I'm also so happy. I found out I was at the Rams, uh, the Chargers, Kansas City Chiefs game last night, and uh, they had these uh, pumpkin pie things. And she go, it looked good. She go tried it and he spit it right out. And I said, "You are my son." <laughs> um, so, but like, I don't know why. But everything is going to be homemade this year, wow. with the exception of the spiral ham. And I and I ordered a smoked turkey. I have two turkeys in my fridge right now. Mm-hmm. One is salt curing, not dry brining, salt curing. <laughs> and I don't need to hear. Well, if you if you brine it, if you salt it, it's basically brining it. No, it's well, it's not. It's not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was reading. Serious Eats and one other, it wasn't by Kenji, but it was like the, the site. I don't even know. It was one of those articles because I was like, I didn't need to see who's been, you know, perpetuating this, this dry brining, wet brining myth. Anyway, salting, I don't think, even if Dave Arnold says salting is not dry brining, listen, he's like the Oracle. It's just salting. I got one salting right now. I have another one that I'm debating. Do I boil that? Do I serve a boiled turkey or do I eat that now? Right? Do I eat that now? So I get over. So this is actually a move. My family right now, if I serve a turkey now and I eat it over Monday and Tuesday, that's not a bad play. You see a lot of people making a turkey for Friendsgiving or they're doing a pre-cook for things just to test things out. I didn't even know that was a thing. But it's currently Monday. I got, I don't know how many hours, what, 96 hours until Thanksgiving? Is that the math? Um, I don't know if that's right. 24 times 3. 72, whatever. No. I'm so bad at math. (laughs) Yeah, 72, I think. Yeah. If I cook another turkey now, then I get the the, the drippings and I can make a gravy ahead of time where I don't have to make it Thursday. And the real pro to that isn't the fact that I can get turkey drippings. It's that I can get tired of eating turkey. (laughs) What? Explain. I no, no, like I can eat turkey so I can eat the other things on Thanksgiving oh, Day. Oh, I, I see. 
You see what I mean? Because on Thanksgiving, you're like, oh, okay, well, I've been cooking this all day. It smells pretty good. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat some turkey now. But if you right. get it out of the way, then you'd be like, I know what that tastes like. I'm good on turkey. Exactly. Yeah. And here's the thing. If I wasn't the creator of the recipe, I would be making momofuku bosa. For sure. Yeah, but that's like wearing... 100% I would. That's like wearing your, like, your, that's your like band's shirt to your own show. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't. And if you haven't, it's too late for you to order it, but it's probably not too late for Christmas. So just go online and get yourself a delivered momofuku bosam, which I probably should have done, again, if I haven't eaten it so much. Now, now but, hold on. You glossed over something real quick here, and I don't, I don't know if you intended to go back to this, but you said something. You said the boiled turkey. And you and I have been talking about this for the last few days, but nobody else has been privy to this. Explain yourself. So I don't have a pot big enough. So I was going to like try to do it last night. But you just had this revelation like two days yeah. ago about the boiling turkey. It was turkey. embarrassing that I'd never thought about boiling a turkey. And uh, I didn't do it. And I wanted to do it, but I didn't have a pot big enough. And I have two 15-pound birds, and I couldn't fit the 15-pound bird in. So I ordered a, a cheap, cheap pot, stock pot, to see. But I'm now at the point where I have to cook it. The stock pot's not going to come until tonight or tomorrow. I have to cook a turkey today because I don't have room in the fridge. Yeah. I have a ham. I got another 15-pound turkey. I got a smoked turkey coming in Tuesday, tomorrow. I'm over. I'm, I, 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 it's just the overabundance of turkey. <laughs> so I, I, a tur- an animal that I, don't, I have no love for, except for the dark meat in the neck, unless it's smoked as well. So I... I I'm debating. It's drying out right now. It is salted. I could boil it if the pot comes in <laughs> today. Crap. And I thought about it. I could do a traditional. So what I would do if I boiled it is this. And this is ensuring a very, very delicious, moist meat. Imagine that. I would take all the skin off. Hmm. And I would sheet it out. And the best way to crisp up poultry skin is to put it on a sheet tray or something flat and then put another pan on top of it so it lays flat so it doesn't shrivel up and, and curl up when it cooks and put it in like 375 for like 30, 40 minutes and it's going to get nice and brown. So I, I could legitimately get, I don't know, a surface area of say 24 by like 36 inches of turkey skin. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. And that's going to be awesome. Yeah. Then parchment between those take, layers or no? Well, yeah. No, no. You could. Or pat. One of the breasts, right? And if you salt it, cure it beforehand, you don't have to worry about seasoning the water. Trust me. It's going to be perfectly salted because that's how we do it at Major Domo, uh, the restaurant. One of those I would do with chicken rice, Mm. right? Turkey stock broth is is actually delicious. I'd make a chicken rice and I'd use chili crunch and ginger scallion. And that's one way to eat it. The other turkey breast, I would actually serve that just on... Um, stuffing, mm-hmm. right? The legs, I might do some kind of, um, I don't want to say mole, but very similar to the the the, the wedding uh, thing that we made with um, Gustavo. Gustavo. Yeah. Whew. Right? Some kind of something based on a mole. I, again, like one of my favorite ways to eat turkey is when I'm fishing in the Yucatan and they make a, a uh, you know, a negro mole. Uh, like a black mole, like super jet black with turkey in it. It's delicious. So like braising it as something creamy, spicy, and there's, you know, that's what I might do with that and serve that with rice as well. So you have three different types. 
a turkey out of one. But but part of me, want, I don't have the courage to do it. I want to present a boiled turkey. Just a whole boiled turkey. <laughs> whole boiled turkey. Skin on. That's so gnarly, man. <laughs> it's such a big white bird. Oh, man. Like, I can do it. And I don't know what's stopping me. But I know what's on the other side of that is just fear. And everything I want is on the other side of fear. And I'm telling you, if I had any courage in my body, if I wasn't just the fucking lion from Alice in Wonderland, I mean, Wizard of Oz, I would, I would boil the whole fucking turkey. I mean, I don't know why. I mean, I know why. Because when you come out to the table with just a big, white, skinless bird... People are going to be like, what the hell is going no, this on? One, well, now if I do it whole, if I present it That's whole, skin I would on. skin off. Which is, skin off. frankly, even more terrifying. <laughs> Just yeah. like a ghostly white bird out to the table. I mean, I see exactly what you're saying. That takes all kinds of cojones to serve a <laughs> Just a white bird. <laughs> so, I mean, it's way too much food to have a smoked turkey, a regular turkey, and then a boiled turkey. So... Do you think that we could get boiled turkey trending? If people are going to deep fry, I mean, why not boil it? But you would actually legitimately, no bullshit, have more use out of a boiled turkey than a roast turkey. You got your delicious broth, super mm. tender, juicy it's meat. It's going to be very moist and very juicy, especially if you salted it, right, beforehand. I think it would be pretty spectacular. Now, do you boil it in the same sort of like whatever ginger and scallion no, and water. garlic or just water? Just water. Okay. Just water. Again, I can then take it to any part of the world. Mm-hmm. If it's just boiled water with maybe I could do garlic, but no I dangerous. think, dude, I think given that you have a smoked turkey on backup plus another 15 pound bird that we haven't even talked about what you're going to do with, I do think there is something to serving that doing the whole boiled bird before Thanksgiving. Well, the question is, do I serve it tonight for me? When does your family get there? Like, when are you going to have Tuesday? Mm. But you can't do turkey Tuesday. I, I also think there's like some- Monday. It's Monday. Just serving yourself as boiled turkey is yeah. so intense, yeah. man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So you have three birds on lock for 15 people? Yeah. Fuck. But two birds. So it's really like the smoke bird is only like 12 pounds. So it's 27 pounds of turkey that I planned. I bought the third, the second turkey just to like fuck around with, to boil, right? And also, I don't know. I, I just felt compelled to buy another one. Maybe because I'm paranoid that the smoked turkey is not going to come in. Because mm. like, part of Thanksgiving doing it right is to to prepare for worst case scenarios. Mm. Yeah. Right? If that smoked turkey hasn't arrived. 15 pound yeah. turkey is not enough for 15 people. It's just not. No, definitely not. I'm worried about me. I've got like 20, 26 pounds of turkey for 22 people. I'm in trouble. Just buy a bunch of cold cuts. <laughs> Just some bags of boar's head. <laughs> Shingle them um, out on a plate. Well, anyway, I, we just wanted to talk a little bit about getting game ready. You should be calm, cool, and collected uh, and be cooking. You should have been cooking all week for today. And if you didn't, it's okay. You know, just remember next year. <laughs> and remember the pain and the suffering that this year caused you. Can I also say... I feel this advice has been taken hold because I've gone to several supermarkets and I was at Avon's yesterday. Oh my God. It is packed. Not only that, it felt like the beginning of the pandemic all over again. Oh yeah. Shelves, shelves are empty. Shelves are empty. There was no, 
there was no cream, there was no herbs, there was no butter. Yeah. At the Vons, I was I was like, oh my god, and I couldn't even buy the sage stuffing or the sage sauces for the Dave Arnold stuffing. So I, I, that's something I I already have too, but I I I don't have I need. This is the weird part of me. I am I'm shopping like my mom. I am my my I'm definitely my like my mom. I'm just buying backups to the backups, right? <laughs> I'm gonna have to come and raid your backups. I have like I'm in trouble. I was the same way. I went to the grocery store the other day, and I bought the last cream. It was like you only have one pint. Of cream. <laughs> it was the last one. <laughs> there was only one pint of cream left. Uh, I was at Tar- I, I picked up some cream at Target. I'm gonna have to buy a cow. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Look to your left, look to your right. Yep, no one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay guaranteed fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Seed. Did you know that most green powders and probiotics don't survive digestion? Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic is engineered in a two-in-one capsule to safeguard viability through digestion for complete delivery to your colon. A broad-spectrum probiotic and prebiotic formulated with 24 clinically and scientifically studied strains for whole body benefits, including gut, heart, and skin health. Visit seed.com slash Dave Chang and use Use the code 25DAVECHANG to start seeding today. That's code 25DAVECHANG to start seeding today. The reason I really wanted to do this podcast wasn't just talking about getting ready for today. Um, although I imagine like the, you know, Sylvester Stolen and Rambo getting geared up for war. That's sort of how you should be feeling for today. A lot of people probably going out to dinner Friday, Black Friday. I am. Do you go out to dinner on Fridays, Chris? After you've eaten leftovers for breakfast and lunch? I'm going to have to. I don't have any um, room in the refrigerator room. to cook anything else. We're going to bring back a variation of that much celebrated, I think definitely on our Discord, the night that we talked with Isaac about ordering from a Chinese restaurant and the, 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 the perfect lineup. Yeah, we're going to do a little couch, couch surfing dining. We're going to look at a menu and talk about and try to formulate an order. Now, what are the what is the restaurant you want to look at, and what are the parameters here? Because when we did this last time, we had parameters. We had a we had a budget limit. We ordered from we were we were looking at the Shang La Hui menu. Yeah, this was also like no. <laughs> if I remember, Chang, this was like peak pandemic, and we were just like truly daydreaming about the day we could one day eat at a restaurant again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what? No, this is Duck House in Monterey Park. Duck House. And, okay. Yeah. I'm going there. Um, and I, I, I'm just going to tell you like what I'm going to order and maybe what Chris Ying might order. Chris, you should go over the menu yourself. Okay. I've got it pulled up. What I love about this menu is that everything's in pictures. It's huge. Not everything, but like 90% of the menus in pictures. I have 14 people for this dinner. I've already pre-ordered two ducks. <laughs> okay. That's important. 
And I'm going at the $75.95 duck price. You don't need the other stuff, in my opinion. Or two of those. I, I have requested that that hits the table first without even ordering. That hits the table. Then menus get dropped. But truth be told, I don't need the people I'm dining with, most of my family members, to order. I just want to – I want them to feel good. <laughs> like they have a choice. Uh-huh. The reality is I've ordered – I'm going to order everything. <laughs> uh-huh. Quickly, though, you should, you should explain. There are three tiers of duck pricing, right? The $75 whole duck is like a straight-up whole, a peaking duck preparation uh, with just the duck skin, the meat, pancakes, scallion, cucumber. Each progressive one, there's like, oh, and you also get it three ways with stir-fried with bean sprouts, and then you get a soup. And you're saying, like, none of that. Just the straight-up. Peking duck. Well, no, no. The only thing to get again, this is Chinese trickery. <laughs> Korean has Koreans have their own trickery, right? But the Chinese trickery that I find that I I really appreciate is on the Peking duck. At least here in America, they charge you more for the same duck for more preparations. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> not more duck. Not you, more duck. <laughs> same duck. <laughs> um, the top top tier, you don't even make the pancakes yourself. They just make it. They don't even touch it. They're doing it all with chopsticks. It's like an amazing thing to watch. And the top top places have like a puri puri shell almost. I don't even know what that's called. You could stuff the duck in there. That's delicious. And they make these beautiful pancakes. But then, depending on the place, they might make a soup out of it, or they might make a fried rice out of it. But they're doing something with the carcass itself, and that's just part of the the duck. Sometimes um, they might serve it in a, a like a lettuce cup. Um, I can't remember the Chinese name for that, but inevitably you get multiples of it. What I appreciate about Duck House is they're getting basically the same thing. The only thing that's different is you're getting more pancakes. And I personally (laughs) think that you don't need extra more pancakes. You don't need extra pancakes. The only thing you really need, right? I'm a believer that you need one to two pancakes, right? And it's not about overstuffing it. I think you should be eating the duck naked, hmm. right? I like that move. I don't think you need it personally because also you're not you're eating other things. Right? If you're going to a place that serves Peking duck and the duck house in Monterey Park does a good one, to me this has been a chain tradition. We'd go to Peking Gourmet Inn in, in Falls Church in Virginia. Uh, that's normally what we'd do if we were stay, if I was going home, and that was always on the Friday after Thanksgiving. You start off with Peking duck, one or two, depending on your size, and you want to minimize all everything else, right? You almost want to eat this like you're you're on a carnivore diet almost, <laughs> right? You only need one pancake for me because I think you can get full if you eat too many. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to just to dip the meat and or the skin with some scallions in the hoisin. The thing that is key, what Duck House does really well, is the fried bones. Mm. That's what you really want to get. They do it in like a, uh, it, it feels like a, like a Chongqing style without the spice. It's more of like cumin uh, and a little bit of star anise, uh, a little bit of, uh, it has a little bit of mala, but that flavor without it being ripping hot and just gnawing on the bones is something I enjoy quite a bit. Damn. Honestly, if you want to go the the $100 pop, I think that's enough food for like, 15 people. You can, if you eat everything, be quite full on two ducks. 15. Uh, 
you can never go to a place like this and just order the duck, though. No. But the thing is, here's, here's the dilemma. Do you just get one duck for 12 people? No, that's not enough. Even, even the, it tells you, if you get the baller choice for $100, it only comes with 10 pancakes. <laughs> not enough. Mm-hmm. Mathematically, it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. You need two ducks. Yeah. I think Peking Duck is the best starter you could have. How about that hot take? Strong agree. Strong agree. I don't give a shit if it's a place that even serves roast duck masquerading as, you know, Peking Duck. Duck to start, no matter how it's done, good or bad, is a great way to start your post-Thanksgiving Day meal. For a variety of reasons. But number one, the reminder is like, ah, this is a proper bird. This is what a bird tastes like. (laughs) Yeah, I like it. I like it. I think that's when, yeah, Peking Duck is, is... As like grand of an event as it is, and as like wonderful of a, a meal as it is, it belongs at the front of a banquet. Like maybe you have some cold plates, whatever, lungpen, but then like the duck comes early for sure. Now, this is this is going to be potentially controversial, but do you see Asian people or Chinese people when they're going to a restaurant like Duck House ordering dumplings or egg rolls? No. No. Never. It doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. They, nope. But that is definitely not what we will be doing. Because after the duck, you almost need like a, a palate cleanser. So for me, it's going to go to the cucumber salad mm-hmm. with uh, spicy cold chicken. <laughs> so, you know, the, yeah. the, the Sichuan. It's like the Sichuan. This, this restaurant is almost like a Balthazar Chinese restaurant. It's a little bit of everything. <laughs> Uh, just so many birds. It's Taiwanese, a lot of Taiwanese. I, I think the owners definitely have to be Taiwanese. Um, so I'm going to with a little vegetable and a little cold chicken, which is great. And you want to make sure that that sauce is sesame paste and ground peanut spicy cold chicken, a little spicy. Hold on to that sauce because you're going to want that as a dipping sauce for a lot of things throughout the meal. And okay, that's a pro tip. No soup course. Uh-uh. You can get the soup if you wanted to with the duck. Well, right. Right? So... That's a that's a decision you're going to have to make. Mm-hmm. I think you can do halves. You can do one fried duck bones, and the other you can do a soup. But the soup should sort of come at the end. The problem with this situation, if you get the ducks first, is I don't speak Mandarin or Cantonese. There's no way I'm going to be able to tell them, oh, can I get the soup at the end? No. All that shit's going to come at once. Yeah. Every, in fact, everything I order... It's probably going to come the same time the Peking Duck does. (laughs) Yeah, there's no telling them when it's going to come. And just so we're clear, we can both agree that, like, we skip over this whole bird's nest and abalone section of the menu. Yeah. Unless, for me, it's unless I'm going there with, like, an aunt or uncle who has determined that this restaurant is worthy of ordering it and it is a special occasion and blah, blah, blah. But that's not for me. I'll be I'll be a hundred years old and I still won't feel old enough to order bird's nest and ab or abalone. Caca. <laughs> um, and then the one soup I'm going to get though, I'm trying to find it here. They do they make a good one. The hot, um, spicy, and sour sole hot, fish yeah. fillet and sauerkraut soup. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Problem is this: is that two orders or one? <sighs> So if you look at the menu, you got three cups of chicken. Again, this is how you know it's uh, that Taiwanese. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming some Taiwanese in origin because that's not really mainland. That's like a national dish of Taiwan. 
Um, and when I went with uh, Alan Yang, uh, shout out Alan Yang if he's listening. Uh, sometimes he does. Uh, he speaks. He was like, "Oh, there's a lot of Taiwanese food here, and it's really good Taiwanese food." But that hot and spicy fried tofu? No, that's not it. Where is that fucking dish? Uh, uh, oh yes, this is a great rendition. The the spicy sour sole fish fillet sauerkraut soup. I'm going to get two orders of that, and then I'm going to. The question is, Chris, do you do do you do shellfish? I was just about to ask you that question. Um, I feel like I feel like so, Peking duck needs so you, a co-star. The, the shrimp, the shrimp that is cooked in the shell are delicious. Uh, where are they? Where are they? Where are they? Walk fried. No, that's not it. No, crispy shell on shrimp with chili and pepper salt, like a Cantonese style. That's another that people don't really understand. When you get that dish, you eat the fucking sh- the shells itself and the everything. Where are you seeing that one? It's all the way down. Scroll all the way down. What's up with prawn and secret hot and spicy butter sauce, though? I'm not going. I'm not going there. <laughs> I'm going to crispy shell on shrimp. 1995. I've had it. I can vouch for it. It's delicious. The one thing I cannot vouch for is the mapo tofu here. They don't. No. 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 I don't think this is the place to like. Yes. No. You know. Again, sometimes you can get mapo tofu at a place that doesn't specialize in mapo tofu cuisine like Sichuan, and it's a can be a pleasant surprise. More often than not, it's not. I'm I'm staying away from mapo tofu. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that. <laughs> so I'm going to go right after this, Chris. I'm going to go with crispy shell on shrimp with chili pepper and salt with a Dungeness crab, also cooked in chili pepper and salt. I don't want to compete the flavors too much. Here's a question for you. I saw this part of the menu last time, and I want to know your... Like, there's a whole section of this menu dedicated to Taiwanese-style barbecue eel. Is that a red herring? Is that a trap? I got it. I ordered it. Is that a trap? It's good. It's good? It's good. No. It's good. Fuck. It's good, but I'm not going there. I'm not going there. And they're hot, they're, the hot and spicy beef noodle soup, also very good. I like this restaurant. This is a great restaurant. Oh, man. I love this. I love studying menus. Oh. <laughs> All right. So you got Dungeness crab, chili, salt, and pepper. You got two ducks. You've got your hot and spicy fish soup. Um, what else we got for okay, proteins? So this, is, this is it. Oh, 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 hold on, hold on. They got the vegetables. They got a really good vegetable. Oh. So... Going in, this is my order at Duck House. And normally, I would like to order one or two things that I don't normally order. Say the eel, which I've done before. Say, you know, uh, like a vegetable dish that I really would like to try are like the the bamboo the bamboo shoots or um, the mixed seafood fresh crab meat soup. Things like that I've looked at and I've never ordered. Even getting like, a, like the hot and sour soup which looks amazing. I bet you it's delicious. In fact, I probably do. I probably will get that. Um, there's just a lot of things on the menu that look really good that I definitely want to get. Like deep fried fish filet with coconut and garlic. That looks amazing. This menu is eclectic and amazing. Shit, even the mushy pork looks amazing. These are There's a lot of dishes that I want to get on here. I've never got the three cup chicken. There's a lot of dishes. But I'm not going with them. I, I think if you're going to go with your family, you got to go with tried and true. And this is my menu, and I'm sticking to it. And apologies for not being a little bit more venturous, but last time we went there with Chris Yang, he, he chose poorly. Not a surprise. 
I'm going with the two Peking Ducks, right? Whether I go $75, I'm going to go with one just for fried ducks, duck bones, and one with a soup. Um, then I'm going with cucumber, pickled cucumber, cucumber salad, and the spicy cold chicken. Then I'm going with the, the hot and spicy Sichuan soup with sauerkraut. It's not really sauerkraut. It's pickled mustard greens. That's an amazing. That, I think, is the best dish on the menu. Hmm. Right? Um, you've had it, right? Yeah. It was delicious. The hot, spicy, and sour soulfish filet and sauerkraut soup. The only question I have is, do I order two of them? Because I think my family will like that quite a bit, right? Hmm. I, I think in and out, like that to me is like a good meal. I think a lot of people will be full by then. But the weird thing is, the, the meal's just getting started. Then I'm going to go <laughs> <laughs> crispy shell on shrimp. Remember, eat the whole thing, head all the body. If you fry it right, it gets crispy and delicious. And then a Dungeness crab. All right. Then I'm going crispy noodle with beef and XO sauce and two orders of basically their Dan Dan noodle. But it's uh, spicy sesame paste with uh, sweet and sour. It's, it's, it's sesame paste, spicy and sour dry noodle. Two orders of that. Maybe one order. And one order. <laughs> and then the vegetables. Sauteed string bean with ground pork and dry shrimp, stir fried ong choy vegetables with garlic. That's it. That's my meal, That's and I'm solid. sticking to it. Duck, cucumber, chicken, the soup, shrimp and crab, two noodle dishes, the crispy noodle beef with XO, the spicy sour sweet and um, the spicy and sour dry noodle, green beans, and ong choy. It's pretty now, good. What say you, Chris Yang? What say you? <sighs> All right. If I were to go to the, so I'm in a slightly different situation. If I go with my family on the day after Thanksgiving, it would be with my in-laws and my parents. And my parents have literally never been to a Chinese restaurant where they were happy. <laughs> so, like, I'm at a huge disadvantage. And as, like, the, as, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, would you ever go to a Korean restaurant with your parents and order the food that ever happened? No. So I'm in a very difficult situation. But no, but what if you did it before and what if you pre-ordered? Yes, yes, yes. I'm just saying like the expectation is really challenging. So I will. Well, the, the reason I didn't have to do that is I know what my dad would order if I go to a Korean restaurant. Right. And again, I don't know how you did, but when my dad was alive, we got dinner. We, we never ordered because everything was ordered. Yes. When we would sit down, the food was ready. Literally. He I wanted didn't everything even ready because we only ate at Chinese restaurants as a kid. I never ate at a Western restaurant, really. I didn't even know that like ordering food at a restaurant was a thing because I just I thought you walked into a restaurant and food just started coming out because I never saw anybody fucking order. It just it's all done ahead of time. So okay, I'm with you. Let's say there's uh, eight of us, two kids, six adults. I'm gonna do one whole duck to start. I'm also just gonna do the seventy five dollars seventy five dollar one. I'm gonna add on at your recommendation. I'm going to add on an order. Oh, shit. But the pricing is interesting. If you want a whole order of deep fried duck bone with chili and cumin, that's $15. In which case, I should maybe just do the $87 version of the thing. Unless you think that the portioning on the $15 solo order is bigger. I think it might be. So I might do a duck and then do a solo order of the fried duck bones. Uh, before that, just because it's like my parents' expectation. Oh, duck bone. 
Chef's kiss. Man, it's so fucking good there. <laughs> I wish more. You know, we do that at our we do that in our Las Vegas restaurant. Is like frying the duck bones. Oh, frying the duck bones. So, so good. So fucking duck good. bones are just. Mm. <laughs> Uh, we are also going to do cold chicken and wine sauce. I, although I think that the thing is for, if we're doing like a celebratory meal, my parents' expectation is always to have like the, uh, the appetizer combo. Oh, right here. Appetizer combo platter, five items. And this is like the smashed cucumbers what? and all of the cold stuff. Is this a, is this a Chinese move? This is a Chinese move. A... You need a, it's called wait, Lung Peng. Cold what? appetizers. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I'm learning something here. Oh, the cold, there's a cold appetizer poo-poo platter there's type thing? There's a cold appetizer poo-poo platter with Where? all of your stuff. You're like Where is this? tofu skins. It's it's under appetizers, this? dude. It's got its own little square. It comes out in a little literal poo-poo platter. I don't see. Oh, oh my God. I know, dude. And there's another one dude. below it. The four-item combo seems to have the chicken and has like tofu skin and stuff on it. Holy shit. So we're going to do I was today of- years old when I learned that this is how we real people do it. <laughs> we order Lung Pen cold plates. So we order the cold Dude. plate appetizer. That's right, sir. That's the pro move. That's, that's the pro move, sir. That is right there. We do that, and then we get our roll into our duck. Then they're going to want some kind of soup course. Well, you're not starting off with duck. You're starting off with the appetizer. I think that comes out right away. The appetizer comes out right away just as like it's at, it's at the table by the time you sit down, basically. And you're just picking. And, and by the time like you've, you, you've, you've started eating it, the duck comes out. And then I think there is an expectation of a soup course. And I've ordered the – if it was just me. Isn't soup coming at the end traditionally? It depends on how you're treating it. For, for me – for a banquet meal, for me, it's like soup is going to come sort of mid mid course before like you go into your proteins and stuff. We're going to end on rice, so I'm going to end with uh, you end on noodles or rice. Noodles right? or rice, you're excuse a, me. Yes, noodles or you're rice. You're not a noodle. You're not on a noodle family. For, we usually there's usually a noodle course somewhere in there, but sometimes there's a noodle course, but there's always a rice course at the end. And I think here it's going to be. Your dry scallop and egg white fried rice. Something simple just to fill bellies at the very end of the thing. I think we're going to do the sea. It's called Yang Mian Huang. And it's basically, if you haven't seen this, it's it's the egg noodles that are fried into like crispy on both sides and then topped with like a bunch of seafood and gravy. That's going to be our yeah. noodles at some point in there. That's it, it is a dish that is not healthy for you. <laughs> not in any way, shape, or form but healthy for it, you. I don't like the seafood version because it's always loaded with too much squid. Ah, too much squid. Yeah, yeah. It's too robbery. Uh, you don't want the squid. I, this is why I go with beef. My version is with beef, and I'd rather have that sauce instead of just be cornstarchy altogether. Just be XO sauce. Yeah, you know what? It's it's reminiscent of. You know why we both like it, and why you're you're kind of right. It's like the pippies and XO, like the mm-hmm, crispy noodles mm-hmm. that have been saturated in gravy, is like the best fucking thing in the entire so world. So that's 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 again something that you don't see a lot of people that are not Chinese order is that noodle because it's. And I've seen people send it back because they think it's supposed to be like lo mein. I've also seen other like servers try to discourage people from ordering it because they know that it's not going to be what they think it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. But if you, the key to this dish is you don't want to be the first one to eat it. You want to be one of the last. 
This is the exact situation okay. again where it's like serve everybody first and then you get mm-hmm. the saturated. So again, this is so we got to write a whole book about etiquette and protocol here. <laughs> serve the key out. here isn't to eat a crispy noodle dish and be served first, right? Nobody would ever think about that. How to be like, this is great because it's like strategic etiquette. You look good because you're serving everyone first, but really you're doing it for your own benefit because you're like, you know what the best piece is going to be? That soggy piece in the middle. How do we, how do we let people know this? Is this a secret that we don't want the world to know? I know we've talked about it, but it hasn't really gained traction at all. Is how do we let people know that if you're said the good piece in anything, it's actually the bad, but this one's different because the good piece is actually the last one. It's not the, so it's not the same apples to apples to crap. No, 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 no. That's more of like a social gesture because the crap, because like, you know, you're going to get, you're going to, what you're going to get, but like, this is definitely but strategic. This is the game. There's a game theory here now, right? Right. Because you don't know if, especially if it's on a rotating thing, you're not, let's say lazy Susan or something, but like, you don't know where it's going to wind up and who's going to get served. What? Mm. Yeah. Especially with the crispy noodle, but somebody's got to be first. Yeah. So it's a reverse order. So. Whoever you're giving the first bit ah, to, the I got crispiest here's, here's bit. How, here's how this one works, Chang. Here's how this one works. And you'll see this in <clears throat> the system Chinese trickery. I don't think this is my parents' intention, but they will do this move all the time. If the food, if the noodles come out and they're placed in front of them on the Lazy Susan, out of deference, they will not serve themselves. They will rotate the Lazy Susan away from them to somebody mm. else. Wow. We need to do a whole video on this. You know what I mean? You'd think this, if the food this, listen, lands in front of you, serve yourself, then pass it on. No, 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 no. Rotate away. My, my, dude, we've just uncovered a, a wealth of content here that has never been recorded ever because it's so subtle. It's so subtle. They're so subtle. No, no, no. You go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Push it down. That's what they say. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Wow. And they, you know, what's funny is they always have their hand on the lazy season. Do you think people understand what we're talking about here? <laughs> Which part so is in this, Dude, every dish in Chinese food has its own game theory, mm-hmm. right? John Nash should have won his Nobel Prize on this. <laughs> <laughs> because here's the thing. This goes deep because you're not, because Chinese food is served, quote unquote, family style. And not everyone gets an equal division of food shaped to look exactly the same way. Everyone, not everyone's getting some egalitarian thing. But just like a family, there's hierarchy and inequity. And therefore, when things are family style, they got to follow family rules, which just means not everything is equal. <laughs> like, that's the whole point. There's so much here. I didn't even think about the noodle dish. I didn't even think about this. My mind is blown. Oh, like totally blown to smithereens right now. <laughs> and I'm not just saying that to be hyperbolic. God. Yeah. It's, it, it's like watching Usual Suspects and then realizing Kevin Sose was Kevin Space. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go or ahead. Or it's go like, it's, it's a similar moment where I was watching, like, uh, I remember watching uh, The Sixth Sense and being like, oh my God, Bruce Willis was dead the entire time. I, I, this is the level, and I've just been thinking about all the moments of eating with Chinese Lazy people. Susan or eating with Chinese, or, or just, you know, getting grin fucked. Yeah. 
You know? You go ahead, David. You go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You first. Yeah. Help yourself. Oh my go first. God. Fucking idiot. Oh my God. I've been given the nice piece of crab thinking that like it's the equivalent of getting a nice piece of crab. Yeah. Oh, I feel like such a loser. <laughs> and even though simultaneously, I know that the best bit is a saturated one in the sauce that you want it to be. But you're like, oh, they're being respectful crispy. to me. They want me to go first. Okay, I'll be good. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now, what would happen? What would happen? This would be a great game. if You just cut you out of the like middle? A, no. If you have a, 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 everyone sitting at the table knows the game mm-hmm. and is on the equal playing field, what yeah. happens? In theory, nothing. In theory, the food will never be served. So, <laughs> I have also seen some version of this where it's like, what do you think is out of deference and maybe it's just out of desire for that middle piece where you're just like, so is nobody going to dig into this plate here? And yeah. you know who ends? Because there's never a situation where everybody knows because there's always some fucking... Uh, <laughs> it's like dinner for schmucks, man. There's always some fucking schmuck there. There's always some kid who's like, oh, give it to the kid first then. Serve the kids first then. Give it to them. Well, no, I'm now I'm thinking, Chris, what if everyone knew and again, I'm trying to game theory this out. Like it's an end game in chess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if we have eight of us dining, doesn't matter. Eight. We all know the moves. That hand. Does it happen where someone just says, where it doesn't even have to be announced. Nobody even tries to serve it. Can you imagine that? <laughs> they wait. Everyone waits. Right? If you wait five minutes or ten <laughs> minutes. If that happened, I think that's like reaching nirvana. Yeah. Just nobody eats. <laughs> the su- lazy Susan just keeps turning forever infinitely. That's the perpetual motion machine. What's also funny is Hugo saw me wearing headphones and he, he just, just like, put, put, them on to put them on too. <laughs> Very cute, Hugo. Um, right? Ying. We can... These are the things that give me like life. If I have to think about a moment, oh, that gives me so much excitement. Where you have like expert eaters who are both oh, deeply, no, deeply no versed amateurs. in the game. Deeply versed in it's the like, game. It's almost like when I w- talk to people that play NBA or you watch like really good hoop. Play, they're just like hoop. You, they just say, you don't have to. You just know. Mm-hmm. It's a rarity. Where you're playing with the 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 intuition of teamwork, like you're the Harlem Globetrotters, right? Like if you sat down, imagine everybody. You sit down. Chris has ordered his expertly ordered meal. This is a good order by you. You did a good job. Thank you, thank you. And and you showed me what needed to be done with the appetizer poo poo platter. Like, (laughs) bravo! I had no idea. It was staring me right at the face, left corner of the pocket. I didn't even see it. If imagine if we're sitting down. We get to our noodle course and everyone's eating and we've already, we don't order crap because nobody wants to even be that person that gets the first offer, mm-hmm. right? That's how expert it is. Like, not ordering seafood. No way. I'm not the schmuck here. <laughs> that's even off, that's a, off the table. <laughs> Unless it's a king crab and everyone can get a baller piece, right? Right. Maybe. Then. Let's just assume we got a king crab and everyone got a baller piece. Mm-hmm. That's okay. No one got the shit under the stick. Then we go with the hot soup. Then we go with the vegetables. 
we get to the crispy noodle portion of the day. Towards the end, everything gets cleared off. There's no more food. New <laughs> plates. Right? And there's just a noodle dish sitting there. And they drop this big cauldron. And, and it's always in a... The good ones are in a vessel where it's shaped like a giant bird's nest of giant noodles. And it's just barely... It's it, it's like that plate in um, in Burnt. <laughs> yeah. Where they're plating a dish with holes in it. Yeah. And they're saucing it. It's the dumbest, the dumbest <laughs> part of that dumb movie. Um, so you have the sieve of a noodle dish that's on a dish itself, right? It's a basket of noodles, and they put all this starchy goodness inside it. Sauce. It's like a gravy. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine nobody going for it? <laughs> Does this make sense to the audience, you think? The first move is it doesn't they don't put they don't put things in the center of a lazy season. They always put them on the outer rim to, in the front of somebody. So the first it's it's like it's whatever. It's the queen's gambit. It's whatever. There's always some opening move. There's always an opening This is the gambit. We've just created a new move. <laughs> it's crispy noodle gambit. But there's always a this first is move. And that is a rotation away from you. Just rotate away two spaces to take your, your center pod and move it two spaces forward. I've moved the noodle dish two spaces away and then from you, me. And then you look at the direction. It's like, and you give a hand wave. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> and that person, go ahead. Go ahead. This is sort of like Schrodinger's cat. Is This is a paradox. <laughs> <laughs> and it just keeps going. This is a real paradox. And around because and around. A true gourmand. Imagine you're eating with pros. Eating pro dining with pros is a wonderful dining experience. Yeah, it's, it's just it's just mad respect. It's like, good job. Oh, the man, the, good the gambit you make is one person's gonna be like, no, 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 no. I'm full. I'm full. I'm full. I can't. I can't. Expecting that other people have to dig in and then I can sneak a bite later and be like, oh, okay, okay, I have to try. Now I'm wondering, does somebody just stand up and just sort of act as a the crispy noodle MC is like, all right, we're all pros here. No. All right. We're all pros here. There's no competitive advantage here. We're all going to wait it out. and We're going to eat at the same time. That is the only way. Yeah. And that is Xi Jinping, the Chinese. Minister stands up. <laughs> I'm also sure that nobody in the history of podcasts or even before podcasts of just communication in general in history of the world has ever had this long of a discourse about crispy noodles <laughs> with sauce. Well, I'm excited to see how it plays out for your actual meal this week. Um, wishing everybody luck. Good luck on their Thanksgiving journey. I'm excited. I'm excited. The one thing I am, I'm not sure I'm going to do is make chop chip, but I think I do. I will. Uh, but if you're listening to this on Thanksgiving day, have a good one. Don't drink too much. And if you're in the weeds, it's okay. Just order some fried chicken.